Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to lock on to your favorite college and NFL prospects powered by the brand that you come to know and trust, Destination Debbie. Welcome to the Elite Seekers Fantasy Football Podcast. Now introducing our host, the creator of the Elite Seekers Podcast. He goes by the name of Ben Eby. You can find him on all social media platforms at the Ben Eby. You ready to take flight? We locked on, ladies and gentlemen. Smash that subscribe button. Let's get them trophies brought back to the hotel. Here we go. Hey, what's going on, Elite Seekers? We are back for another episode. This one is episode 26, and we got a brand new topic for you. Something that I think, if you play deep Debbie leagues, you probably had an issue with this in the past. And I'm hoping to be able to help you kind of decipher and figure out the direction you want to go when drafting some of these guys, when all you have to go on is how they do in high school, how they do on seven on seven film. It's definitely a whole new challenge versus scouting or or researching somebody who already has college film put together. So this one, we're going to focus on players that are athletes overall and, and really can make an impact on the defensive and the offensive side of the ball. And then helping you understand, like, where is it worth the risk that they might never play, you know, offense for you? And where is it that you should be drafting these guys? Because if they do somehow end up on the offensive side of the ball, they are somebody you're going to want on your roster. No doubt in my mind. So. That's going to be the key and the focus of the show. So I'm pumped up for this one. We got some great ones. We're going to go ahead and focus on the class of 2025 eligible prospects. So that's guys that are going to graduate high school in 2022. So they have one more year of high school ball, which means we're going to get a lot more tape, a lot more information. So you got to kind of keep your ear to the pavement and understand what's going on and what are coaches saying? What are the players saying? What are they talking about? For example, at interviews at a lot of these events, that is going to be a major, major piece. You got to listen to what the kids are saying. You got to kind of check out the social media. What are they tweeting about? What are coaching and recruiting services saying about these guys? Which side of the ball do they stand out? Can they stand out on either side of the ball? Then it becomes where is their passion? What schools are recruiting them for, et cetera, et cetera. And then keeping in mind, it could still change anyway. So we're just doing our best to gather all this information, really educate ourselves before we make a decision on if they should be on our roster. And if so, at what point in the draft is that worth risking a draft pick for? So this is going to be a fun one. Let's go ahead and kick it off. I got a guy for you that you will not want to miss out on. First up, we are going to talk about six foot, 180 pound athlete Jaleel Tucker. He is currently ranked as the 10th athlete overall, according to 24 seven sports. And man, this guy really has that it factor. It is known that he is a quiet leader on the field. But when you check him out, whether it be seven on seven or his high school film, you could just see how, how the players gravitate towards him, especially when he's making a big play on either side of the ball. He is a top-rated cornerback as well as a top-rated receiver, and he is a big-time track athlete. He comes out of Lincoln High School in San Diego, California, and he's in a tougher neighborhood there. You get to hear his interviews. He's actually an East Bay 
magazine affiliate. So yes, where you used to get your shoes when you're growing up for your sports teams and whatnot. Yeah, if you go on East Bay's YouTube channel, there is a little mini documentary uh, where you get to learn quite a bit about Julio and what type of person he is. Everything you hear from, from the coaches speaking about him is just how much of a hard worker he is. His day starts early, early in the morning with weight room workouts, and then it's on to specializing for whatever sport it is he's getting ready for, whether it be in track season or football. He's constantly working on his craft. He is a naturally gifted athlete who wants much more than that. He wants to build on those natural gifts, and you love to see that. You don't always get that inside information when you're digging into a high school junior. So it's really nice to see there and something that helps me feel way better about Jaleel and what's going on there. Currently, uh, we're looking at Oregon as his landing spot, but there is a lot of schools, uh, mostly the Pac-12 that's all over him with Arizona State, California, Oregon, USC, and Washington being his top offers so far. So we're not committed anywhere yet, but man, I see a big time ceiling. 24-7 sports currently has him uh, compared to a, a guy like that we all like to see who battled through injuries last year and is a heck of a corner at the next level. That's Darius Slay. Um, but man, just a long athletic body. This kid ran a 10.7 meter dash as a freshman in high school. So it's just crazy, crazy speed. He continues to get faster. And it's not just straight line fast. When you watch him on the football field, the speed absolutely translates. If he gets away from me, he's gone, gone. There's no chance to catch him. But he has really fluid hips. He's able to you know, keep that speed up as he changes direction, which makes it pretty easy for him. It seems like when he's playing seven on seven, when he's playing high school football, it doesn't really matter. But his ball skills are great. You see him just constantly use his hands, go and grab the ball, snatch the ball. He just has really, really great ball skills all around. He's extremely competitive. That's every time you hear an interview. Hey, why are you out here? What are you doing? I just want to compete. I want to be here. And that's what it's all about for him. So you love to see it. I think he has big time goals. So that's where that work ethic comes from, that fuel for the fire for him. His upside is big time. I would love to see him end up with somewhere like Oregon because I think they're bringing on great guys like that. You've already seen Troy Franklin, Dante Thornton heading over there, Seven McGee, a lot of playmakers. And Ty Thompson is going to be there for a few years. I think he's going to be the quarterback that ends up becoming one of the next big time quarterbacks out of Oregon. So I'm excited for it. I think there is a great chance that we see Jaleel as a wide receiver down the road. But again, this could go either way. He just has great ball skills. So keep your ears to the streets. Understand what is happening. Try to find out, is Jaleel going to be a cornerback at the next level? Is he going to be a wide receiver? We don't know for sure yet, but you got to listen because that is the information you need to make a draft pick. Right now, he's definitely on my draft board, but we'll know a lot more in one more year. So let's see what type of stats he puts up on both sides of the ball in his senior high school year. And we will go from there. Jaleel Tucker. Next up, we are going to talk about six foot two, 180 pound Azarea Thomas out of Niceville, Florida. Now, I'm almost positive that we're going to see Azarea on the defensive side of the ball, but there is just way too much talent on the offensive side of the ball as a wide receiver as well for me to completely make that claim without talking about him first. He has schools like Florida, Georgia Tech, LSU, Clemson, and Alabama all fighting for his services. 
and you're probably going to see a little bit of both there. His brother is currently a safety at Georgia Tech, so definitely can't hurt their situation when it comes to recruiting and giving him the inside information when it comes to how things are run and the coaching staff there. His brother is Wanye Thomas, who is a, a stud safety there, so just does a really good job. And, and another reason why I could see his brother also playing at the cornerback or maybe even safety level as well, depending how he fills out there. Uh, but he definitely has the frame to play either. Uh, crazy long arms and, and length. And when he plays wide receiver, he really uses that. He's a physical wide receiver and he looks the part already. He looks like he is a NFL level cornerback size wise right now. So that is always nice to see. And it, it helps him on the wide receiver side of the ball as well. 24-7 Sports currently has him compared to Trayvon Diggs, uh, which is another guy with a brother in the NFL as well. Trayvon, of course, is a cornerback for the Dallas Cowboys. His brother, Stephon Diggs, one of the top receivers in the league for the Buffalo Bills. So um, it's cool to see. But, you know, when you're looking at Florida wide receivers in this uh, high school class of 2022, ones that are eligible for the 2025 uh, NFL draft, man, this is a guy that just stands out. He has an ability to get open. He's extremely athletic. He has really good speed for his size. I wouldn't say he's a blazer out there. That's definitely not his game, but his hips are great. He just makes some really athletic catches. He has arrogant hands, extremely arrogant hands. So uh, as a cornerback at the next level, you would love to see that. I think he would do a great job finishing off a lot of these interceptions. And even though he's not a blazer because of his length and size overall, if he was on the defensive side of the ball, he's able to break up a lot more passes. He can guard those bigger receivers, mano a mano, which you love to see. He has a lot of um, a lot of experience already playing that press coverage, playing that man-to-man, and that's big. You can see that. But again, the wide receiver part of the ball just stands out when you watch him. He has a great catch radius. He just runs pretty good routes already, and that size and, and overall arm length really helps him with how sticky his hands are. So I think there's a chance still that we could see him play a little bit of wide receiver, but it is absolutely worth listening to how the recruiting process goes for him right now, because there's that small chance that we could see him on the offensive side. And again, depending how he goes and performs as a senior here, uh, similar to all the other prospects we're talking about, it could make a big difference on what scholarships are coming and what we end up seeing him as uh, in division one college football. So pay attention. Azarea, Thomas is a 6'2", 180-pound stud athlete that could play and be very successful on either side of the ball. Next up, let's talk about Dion Bowie, a.k.a. Smoke. And if you watch his tape, you will understand why. He stands at 5'11", 185 pounds out of Bainbridge High School in Bainbridge, Georgia. This guy is a star in the making. You definitely see it. 24-7 Sports has him compared to McCole Hardman. You know, it hasn't worked out for Hardman yet. He is getting some buzz in camp right now, so let's just not sleep on him there. But going back to my early Debbie days, McCole Hardman is somebody that I picked up pretty much in the, with the last pick of, of a few drafts there because he was an athlete and nobody really knew what position he was going to play. But I knew he had speed. Just pure speed, and it was something that was worth taking a shot on that late in the draft. So this is another situation, and all these guys we're going to talk about today is 
hey, do I want to take a chance? Now, Dion Bowie, aka Smoke, definitely brings the smoke. He is a burner. He is so quick, man. One of the uh, guys who has the quickest feet in this class, no matter if you're just looking at true receivers, true cornerbacks, whatever, running back, doesn't matter. He just seems to explode through traffic, has a great understanding of angles and how to get by guys without them even having a chance to touch them. He consistently burns guys deep, like major, major deep ball target. And they do a great job getting the ball to him in uh, short passing situations. And he's able to, you know, take it to the house many times just because he is one of the best players out there. He's currently the number three overall recruit for any position out of the state of Georgia. And he's committed to go to the University of Georgia. Uh, but Everything's not final yet. We know that. These guys still have a whole nother year of high school ball. Alabama is coming in hot. Uh, we also see Colorado and Florida here on his list. So a guy that could really excel on either side of the ball. He does a great job using that quickness when he's playing defense as well. Uh, I'd see him probably more as a as a slot corner. Uh, but I think with that, with that overall speed, you could see him at either. He is Five foot eleven, so good size there already. And he has packed on a lot of weight over the last two years. He's actually gone up almost 20 pounds in the last two years of high school. So you like to see that as guys start to fill out. They're still growing at this age. We're talking about 16, 17, and almost 18 year olds. So this is a big time piece. He does run track as well, has great track speed. He's a basketball player. So I think that's where a lot of the the quick footwork comes from. You like to see that. Uh, and love seeing these guys be multi-sport stars because it really it really translates when they go and choose a sport like football. You can use a lot of those skills that might not be able to be learned in just football practice. But now I can go in and take some of these things I've learned from track, take some of these things I've learned from the hardwood, from basketball, bring it over to the football field and find a way to uh, use it as an advantage against whoever my opponent is, whether it's on offense or defense. Man, Dion Bowie is a star. I hope, I hope we see him as a wide receiver going forward because I think he has all the tools. Out of anybody we've talked about and will talk about today, I think Dion Bowie is the one that has the highest chance to play wide receiver at the next level. So let's pay attention though. Let's same with the other guys. Let's watch how his senior season goes. Check out the stats he's putting up. I mean, Dion is the dude that stepped on from his freshman year, helped on both sides of the ball helped his team win a state championship as a ninth grader. So pretty crazy, already racking it up, but I like to see all the tools he possesses. And uh, hey, this guy could be a big time star at the next level going to the University of Georgia. And last, but certainly not least, one of my favorite, and I mean favorite recruits ever in the history of elite seekers is Travis Hunter cornerback and wide receiver who stands at six foot one 165 pounds at a Collins Hill high school in Georgia holy let me tell you about Travis Hunter man if you have not already seen tape on this kid he is special he is already rocking a 24-7 sports composite score because he is that dude. We think that he's going to play cornerback. I mean, you've heard him in interviews say he's going to play cornerback. I mean, that's where his passion is. But this dude has some of the craziest ball skills I have ever seen in my life. And I know he's saying cornerback, but if you're coming off 
of 1,746 yards receiving and 24 touchdowns. Really? Just cornerback? You're not going to play wide receiver at all? It's just insane what he was able to do on only 137 receptions. Just an absolute killer on the field against any level of competition. Did not matter. Now he is a star, an absolute shutdown corner on the other side as well. He came in with 51 tackles, seven pass breakups, as well as eight interceptions, including one of those being a pick six. Doesn't even include what he does on seven on seven. I mean, any given weekend, the kid could be putting up 15 touchdowns in one tournament. He's that dude. He consistently just goes up, snatches the ball with one hand like he's playing around out there and he's Odell Beckham during warmups like that's the type of a level of just insane ball skills that this guy has his hips are unreal whenever he changes direction it's just like seems like he's skating out there he is twitchy he's extremely bouncy and uh oh my goodness the just everything about him the the foot quickness his agility uh when he rises up it seems like he's just floating in the air he's got wings on him or something but it reminds me of of the athleticism of Demond Demas, who is the wide receiver there at Texas A&M, but then you throw in all the agility and and the fluid hips and and the mentality, man. Like when when you're watching Travis Hunter out there, he is telling dudes, "I'm about to destroy you. I'm about to steal your soul." And he looks right at them, and, and they can do nothing about it, whether they are a wide receiver or a defensive back. He just he's killing them. It's it's not even fair. I'm serious. This is one of the best recruits. The most fun recruits I have ever seen in my entire life. He's projected already to be a first round NFL draft pick. That's how high 24 7 sports is on him. And I, I have to agree, man. He's he is that dude. When you say, can a dude ball? Yeah, this guy can ball. And uh, it is absolutely incredible when he decides to turn on the burners, turn on the turbos. He's gone as a wide receiver. When he turns on the burners and you think you have a little space and he's a DB. He's closing that instantly and, and picking the ball off or, or knocking it away and then just staring you down. He is a bully. He is the dude. He's the real deal. And uh, man, Florida State has a real one. He is a hard commit to Florida State. But you know Alabama, Auburn, Clemson, and everybody else is coming for Travis Hunter. So until he signs on the dotted line, this is one to monitor. Let's pay attention. Is he going to play? only cornerback and become that shutdown corner that we know he has in him? Or is he going to say, hey, you know what? I might try out wide receiver. Coaches want me to do it. I might try it out. So um, just an incredible athlete. Go get Travis Hunter next year on your Debbie team. I don't even care if he starts as a cornerback because at some point, if he decides to switch over, I'd rather have him on my roster than anybody else's. So now that we have talked about a lot of these two-way stars in high school, you know, you got to go, why would I risk it? Like, why don't I just go and draft someone who's a star on the offensive side of the ball? And that's something you got to decide. But I'm telling you, go watch someone like Travis Hunter's tape. Go watch his YouTube and tell me what you think. Is it worth the risk in your opinion? Send me a DM at the Ben EB on Twitter. Let me know what you think, because, man, I feel like it's worth a shot. Why not? You never know what can happen. College football is crazy. Guys change their mind all the time. We see them switching schools, switching positions, all of the above. So it's worth monitoring because you never know. But keep in mind, too, if they do choose the offensive side of the ball, what a great 
piece of information for them to have to understand how a defensive back works. Um, just knowing the, what the defender is going to do to you or try to do to you just sets you that much farther ahead when it comes to the strategic part of the game. And that's so important as we continue to move up to the division one level and then on to become NFL prospects. So this is uh, hopefully an educational one for you guys. Something new, a little different topic than we're used to. But I think this is extremely valuable when you're looking at deep Debbie leagues and who to take at the end of drafts. Travis Hunter is a dude I would watch. Dion Bowie absolutely would check him out as well. But let's see what their senior seasons bring because it is going to be a big one. Well, I guess we know what time it is now. It is time for the quote of the show. I got one for you today. It's the secret of your future is hidden in your daily routine. So if you're not getting towards your goals, if you don't have your goals written out already, do so. If you're wondering why you're not getting any closer to your goals, figure out what are you doing every day? Are you doing something small that's going to get you a little bit closer to those goals? Or are you doing something big that's going to help you just, you know, eat up those goals faster than you could imagine? You got to be after it every single day. It truly is all about your daily routine. Get rid of the stuff that doesn't matter. Stop wasting your time on feelings. Stop wasting your time on, on negative thoughts. Just be positive and find a way, make a plan, execute it. It doesn't matter the speed that it takes to get there, set whatever works for you at this time. But that is what it's all about. As always, I appreciate you guys rocking with me. We will be back at it next week. Uh, Should come out next Friday. So thanks again. Elite Seekers out. Uh